This podcast is a part of the Dragon Suplex Podcast Network. Find us wherever you get your podcasts and visit us at chopskicksandnearfalls.com for daily articles about wrestling from around the globe. This podcast is a part of the Podmania Podcasting Network. Check out podmania.co.uk to check out more of our great podcasts, features, reviews, match ratings and previews spanning the crazy and diverse world of professional wrestling. You're listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast, a sample of the best pro wrestling podcasts we can produce on our tiny budget. Check us out on Apple Podcasts, Podcast Addict, CastBox, and all other podcast platforms. If it's wrestling you want, check out more of our great content at podmania.co.uk. Let's do this. Welcome to another episode of the Pod Mania Podcast. I'm your host, Rob Goodwin, and I'm joined by Garth Jackson and the self-professed star of the podcast, Chris O'Brien. How are we, lads? I make one throwaway joke of a sarcasm, and you won't fucking let it go, will you? Well, Garth, how's your YouTube channel doing? Has <laughs> 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 Garth made a YouTube channel? I forgot how to log into this. <laughs> What if is Gar- this if YouTube. YouTube? If Gareth made a YouTube channel about the fucking... I'm pretty sure it's a complete PS3 collection. <laughs> Almost. I, I would watch that shit. So would I, to be fair. Just a four-hour tour of his games. Yeah, I would watch that. And I'd watch him just Gareth in a rocking chair talking about the 90s. That's the good old days. <laughs> uh, Garth, how are you? It's been a long time. I'll say a long time. It's been a week, but there we are. Um, good, I just knackered, but you know, that's just dealing with two little shitty kids. <laughs> just just to oh, clarify, we are talking about your own kids, right? Not just two random kids you're dealing with. <clears throat> no, no, no. Uh, yeah. Um, you're saying there's mixed signals there, Gaff. The, the, the two children, but um, every day they're finding new and creative ways on how to piss us off. So, <laughs> well, to, to, today it snowed like for the first time in years over up here, right? Because they live on the coast, so you don't really get the snow laying. It's always a bit too wet for it to lie properly. But uh, my nieces broke lockdown for the specific reason to throw snowballs at me. Fair enough. I'd break lockdown. Not fair to, enough. I'd break lockdown to throw snowballs at you. Not the only balls you throw at me. Why? Oh my god. Why? <laughs> Start rumours. You've ruined that now. Fuck's sake. Contra- controversy <laughs> creates cash. Oh fuck. How right, we've got to go a podcast without it's you saying corporate. that. It's so corporate. <laughs> it's, it's, this is turning to like when uh, you're like Vince buying WCW. <laughs> I have bought my competition. Podmania belongs to me. I'm going to go out to a crowd of people. Do you want to see Garth? Yeah. <laughs> my favourite bit. My favourite bit of that episode, because I've just reviewed that for the site, so please go and check that out. Um, shameless plug. But my favourite bit of that entire episode of Nigel, of that entire simulcast, is, is like you said, Garth, uh, Chris, Vince reading off all these names. Would you like to see Scott Steiner? 
and you know, and they're all cheering for these people, and then he gets to Lex Luger, and there is just booze all around the <laughs> arena, and then he follows out with Buff Bagwell, and the most cheers, more than Hogan, more than Goldberg, more than Sting, Buff the stuff Bagwell. I was going to say, he does have the stuff. He he is the we man don't... with the stuff. Didn't he become a gigolo? Yes, yes he did. Yes, he did. Um, apparently, quite a good one. I, I... yeah. I, I was going to say, if anyone listening has ex- has an experience, <laughs> I would very much like to know what that was like. <laughs> what well, I imagine he entered through the door like his old WCW entrance. The I, I didn't expect yes, you to say through the, the door after, <laughs> oh, after the word "enter." Say, Chris. Do, Jesus. Do you, do you think? Um, do you think he has? Um, his tights airbrushed onto his legs as tattoos. <laughs> so, like, he can walk out looking like his old entrance, but with his dick out. Well, isn't Buff Bagwell the man whose calf implant got infected? Oh, you had to make it weird. I mean, <laughs> like, I made it weird. <laughs> oh, right, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to ignore that. I'm going to abandon my story. Ladies and gentlemen, as you probably know... <laughs> Uh, a week from Sunday, it is the Royal Rumble, otherwise known as the second most exciting thing that happens in WWE, and we know there's not a lot of those at the moment. Um, next week, we will be doing a Royal Rumble special where we watch a, an entire Rumble match. Uh, we did this last year with the 95 Royal Rumble and then watched the modern day Royal Rumble, which is what we're going to do this year. So... Next week, which the episode will drop on the 28th of January, we'll be watching the Royal Rumble 1992 match, widely touted as the best Royal Rumble ever, apart from if you're Chris, who decides he wants to be controversial for no fucking reason. And then the week, for no fucking reason. And then the week <laughs> after, uh, we will be dropping our episode on the Monday, so the 1st of February, where we will be watching the 2021 Men's Royal Rumble match and Women's Royal Rumble match as well. So those episodes will be dropping on those days. Today, however, we are we're looking at some of the unsung heroes of the Royal Rumble pay-per-views, the undercard matches that very rarely coming out of Royal Rumble pay-per-views get spoken about because of the inherent nature of the gimmick itself. So what we're going to do is each of us has picked a match from the undercard of a Royal Rumble. No Royal Rumble matches allowed. And we've gone for wildly different picks. Um, So Mm. we're going to start with Garth. We're going to go in chronological order. Um, You can probably guess that Garth has gone for the oldest and Chris has gone for the newest because he's a massive smart. But there we are. Um, So we're going to start with Garth. And Garth, do you want to explain what match we're watching for you and why? Yes, we are going back to 1994. Not the greatest period in WWE's history, <laughs> but... Uh, Look at him not trying to bury the error with Bret Hart in it. But still, some shining lights, like this match, between the Hart brothers, Bret and Owen, and the Quebecers. Um, from what I remember, this match was... Like really good tag team match, but it had the sort of added spice of <clears throat> sibling rivalry with Owen and Brett, and Owen being the sort of sick of being stuck in the shadows of Brett, little brother. So that sort of comes out in the match, as you'll probably find out, or as you already know. But yeah, let's watch along and 
enjoy some quality wrestling before the other two matches. So if you want to go on to the Google Drive link, it is in the podcast description. Um, click on the Royal Rumble 1994 link, and it starts at 19 minutes and 58 seconds. While you get that up and pedally way through the inevitable WWE Network adverts, um, this was like one of my favourite feuds ever. Obviously, I was too young to watch it live, but going back, you know, from Survivor Series 93 all the way through to SummerSlam 1994, which I think over the process of the side being a thing, of Palmania being a thing, I think we've reviewed every match in some form for the podcast because we looked at their SummerSlam 94 match, the cage match, we reviewed all three of us. Uh, Garth, yeah. me and you reviewed WrestleMania 10. Um, obviously, we're looking at Royal Rumble now, and then I reviewed Survivor Series 1993, otherwise known as the worst fucking pay-per-view I've ever seen um, for the site. Oh, must be two and a half years ago now. So this is quite a completionist moment for me. So it, it makes me very happy, Garth. Well done. Well done. Um, so 19 minutes and 58 seconds. If you haven't already got there, then just pause the podcast. Um, otherwise, lads, if we're all ready... 90 minutes and 58 seconds. We will start in 3, 2, 1, go. Ah, uh, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my PCL. God. Scotty Flamingo. Totally, totally, totally out of, like, why would he be with the Quebecers? You know what I mean? Like, so stupid. I still find it baffling that that is Raven. I know. <laughs> I'm, the fuck I'm he's smiling. I know. But mine is buffering. We're gonna, I'm gonna have to catch. Up. That's fine, mate. That's the uh, that's the the network for you. I fucking know. <laughs> Bastards. Right. So can I get a time code, please? You can, Chris. We are at twenty minutes forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine, fifty. 51, 52. Right, yeah, I didn't hear the first bit. What are you... 20 minutes, 56, 57, 58, 59, 21 minutes. 21 minutes. Tell me when you hit 22 minutes and 10 seconds. <laughs> okay. You're well, missing 22 the... minutes and 5 seconds. You're missing the uh, Brett's notoriously charismatic. Oh, the spunk-covered tights. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. The bukkake tights. <laughs> so where are we? 21-23. Uh, 21 Okay, so I'm in another 40 seconds. Owen Hart was such a dick, really, wasn't he? Like He was fantastic, like, yeah. Like, sort of like jumped-up little idiot. Oh, brilliant. The me of Pod. <laughs> <laughs> what uh, what t- time are you looking at? Um, twenty-two um, five. I want to be told. Right, Well, five seconds, Chris. You ready? Four, hang on. Three. Whoa, 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 whoa! Hang on. Two, <laughs> three, four, go. Okay. Avert. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> I still think um, Julia should come out with two um, Tokyo Sports magazines and stardom. I think that'd be amazing. 
kid is the happiest he's ever been. Well, who just got the glasses? From Erwin, yeah. Yeah. Ah, oh, PCO. He's my favourite part of this match. <laughs> just do it. It's so... It's weird, because Owen basically wears the opposite of Brett's, doesn't he? What, like, shorts? Yeah, he has shorts instead of the long bits. And to be fair, at least he didn't come on his outfit. Exactly. That was just, <laughs> the, other, that was just the other wrestlers when they saw Brett, they were like, oh my god. No, that's, just how, <laughs> no, that's Vince's. That's how Brett got his push. <laughs> Look look at how tanned the Quebecers are. Yeah, no one's that tanned in Canada. Especially like in Quebec. It's like when you go to the fucking look, you go to Inverness and everyone's tanned and it's like yeah, no way you got that fucking tan naturally in Inverness. You remember all those people that dress yeah. like that in uh, in Canada? Uh-huh. <laughs> all those Florida retirement home dress dress ups uh-huh. in uh, in Canada. Do that. I was going to mention fashion because I'm looking out at the crowd right now. Because. Ooh. A lot of that shit's made a comeback. Oh, Owen Hart's lovely. Owen is fucking great, isn't he? He's so graceful. He is. Second best in that family. <laughs> <laughs> to be to fair, Bruce, obviously. I was just going to say that you. after that. Yeah, you. <laughs> Let me uh, put you in a holiday. <laughs> I know someone who read Bruce Hart's book. <laughs> Didn't even know Bruce Hart had, had a book. He has a book. Yeah, neither did I until he said, I've read Bruce Hart's book. And then the next day, OSW Review released a video about Bruce Hart's book. It was all bullshit. Um, the apparent, well, apparently, it's one of those things where his life is really depressing if all of what he said is true. So was Brett. Like, honestly, like, um, I've, read, I've read his book twice, and fuck me, it's something oh, it, it's, it's, yeah, the same with a lot of autobiographies. If you don't, if you don't want to, like, be in a sad mood, don't read any Johnny Cash biography. Oh, no. no There's a moment the, where... Read, read the Keith, Keith Moon one, that's really good. Have you guys ever read Anthony Keaton's um, book? Scar from tissue. Red Chili Peppers? Scar tissue, I don't think yeah. I'll um, <laughs> Have you heard... In this book, he talked about how um, his father would grow out one nail as a coke spoon and on the other hand cut it to be what he described as a pussy friendly finger okay. yeah yeah but this was like when he was like seven eight it's just it's, yeah it's you, mental you, you read this and you start to understand how anthony kiedis is the way he is yeah he's turned oh. out remarkably well considering yeah like he's surprisingly like he's not even the most fucked up member of the peppers so It's amazing. I just want PCO to go in there and start bumping for no reason. Are we in a timeout for some reason? Who? Who? PCO? Everyone. Yeah, he didn't wrestle for a while. No, I meant in this match. Just everyone seemed to be standing oh. in a corner. D- yeah, because it's the 90s. No bump. He's just trying to kick him in the balls. <laughs> I hate Vincent commentary, by the way. I love it. I love his commentary voice. <laughs> what a maneuver. Come on, Spunky. Oh, 
That's what all I like about Bret Hart. What a maneuver. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Of all the elbow drops, I oh, hate Bret's the most. I don't like Bret's elbow drop at all either. It doesn't look like it hurts. No, I love Bret. I really do love Bret, but his elbow drop fucking sucks. <laughs> it's like a little sort of tickly Ooh, elbow. Like... Yeah, it is. Ooh, fucking Jesus. Laliata! Oh my <laughs> god! Hell. I thought you did the ref! A little snug, brother. <laughs> <laughs> if you're not going to bump, I'm going to fucking make you. <laughs> oh, oh, that was... Oh, news. nice. Oh. I have a feeling you're a tiny bit behind. Me? Yeah. No, no, Rob, because he's reacting after what when no, I say I'm, something. No, I, uh, breaking cafe, belched and uh, <laughs> had to unmute my microphone. Ah. Uh. Oh, there's a lot of hugging between <laughs> the Quebecers, isn't there? Yeah, there Bro, is. I'm... They're, they're brothers not in uh, turmoil. <laughs> he ain't heavy, he my brother. Yeah. And sure. the puppy, um, I've got what you call him as well. Johnny Polo. Looking Scotty them, Flamingo, yeah. even. Mm. Do you remember, have you heard the story about when Raven got um, hired after, um, after ECW folded and Vince asked why we. Um, why they rehired Scotty Flamingo? <laughs> like you remembered him? Yeah, he remembered. To be fair, like there's a lot of funny story, Vince stories like that. Like um, Mick Foley, it, like did a lot of work in like FMW in Japan. Someone went up to going, "Oh, I love your work in FMW," and then Vince apparently overheard and said, "I think you'll find it's pronounced ECW." Oh God! I would touch even back then. Yeah, Vince has never been in touch Oof. unless it's Jesus. <laughs> Ooh, lovely gut wrench suplex. Must admit, Garth, you are right. This is a very good tag team match. This is very solid, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Tell you what, though, I think Owen's singlet is a bit tight for him. I'll be honest, mate. Of the two heart singlets, it's not the one I have an issue with. <laughs> <laughs> what a maneuver! Uh, in um, in Brett's book, like he, he always said, he he always really enjoyed like, going up against the Quebec way. Yeah, the Rogers because they're. Uh, they were quite similar to them. They'd obviously grown up in like a family of wrestlers and they were as sort of fucking rough as the hardware. So to be fair, like the eight, late eighties, early nineties, the tag division was easily the best part about WWE. Like you had the heart foundation, like going back a few years before this, you had like the rockers, the bees, um, the Rujos, the Um, And it's, the brain busters also at a certain point. And to be fair, tag teams always sort of been where, like I was doing my 1999 stuff and there was a match between the Malancos and the British Bulldogs and we were doing fucking PWG spots. Oh, right. And then for some reason, Vince was like, nah, fuck it. Yeah. We, he hates tag team wrestling. He just does it because he feels he needs to. 
By the way, um, this is a good time to bring bring it up. Gaff, have you ever seen um, Walter versus PCO? Nope. We just chop it... e- All we do is chop each other. So, like, PCO must be knocking on a bit now, then. Oh, yeah, he's in his 50s. Um, he was, to be fair, he won the Ring of Honor Championship last year, so we clearly still see something in him. But he was on the opener of Final Battle. And you know that... I don't. I don't know if you watched Super. Uh, you watched G One Supercard last year, but he did. Um, he did this. PTO did this. Like, you know, when Jeff Hardy goes for a swanton on the apron and misses, PTO mm. does that, but it's worse because he weighs three hundred fucking pounds, <laughs> and he's like fifty years, years, old, years yeah. older. <laughs> to be to be fair, I watched um, at Bowler. It was him versus Brody King. And he was going to do a moonsault onto, like, Brody King. Uh, like, aim him, throw him on the apron and miss. And, like, go on the apron and fall to the ground. Not a great bump, but not, like... It, you, you can do it safely. But <laughs> he he miscalculated his um, rotation. Landed gut first on the ropes. Nice. And it was disgusting. <laughs> I still gave that match four stars just for that, though. I'm, I'm a sick fuck. Oh, nice. Huh? Tyler Breeze is finishing. Cleaning the house. The beauty shot! (laughs) I like how easily he can drag the big man away. Uh He's got him in, he's got him in. Oh, Oh, Jesus! (laughs) I can see a moustache in the crowd, and I'm not happy about it. I can also see a guy in a fucking cowboy hat. Were cowboy hats ever fashionable? In Texas, I imagine. Always, I Down south. (laughs) Down south. Not like Cornwall, he means America. Yeah, I was about about to say, like, I doubt he's talking about Brighton. (laughs) You don't know the cowboy scene in Brighton. Oof. Fucking, Fucking hell. hell. <laughs> yeah, I'm clearly like five seconds. <laughs> Pause it for a couple of seconds. Yeah, but then I'll be out of sync again. I'm just going <clears> to <throat> gut, gut through it for this match. Oof. Kip up, kip up, kip up. <laughs> Full on Shawn Michaels. <laughs> yeah, I, I, oh Christ, I. I'm not. To be fair, have you seen WWE just uploaded a new Mandy Rose theme, right? And did you see? It's called "I've Arrived," and the um, and the font is dripping and white. Mm-hmm. Oh no! <laughs> it's like it's so it's so weird what get past, what gets past WWE censors. Like, I don't know how. Keithley is still getting away with the BBC. Because um, Vince will be like, that's good shit. Good shit. To be fair, Vince probably still wants to like have women be sexually harassed on screen like he did with Trish Stratus. Of course. Five moves of doom! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm oh in God! <laughs> Polo just did it. He just ran out of the ring. That's why. 
Did you see the Nia Jax one of those a couple of weeks ago on Raw? No, I didn't. <laughs> Where someone, someone lowered the rope and Nia Jax stopped, looked at them, and then ran at the rope. And it was literally that much She's of it. She was, it was awful. It was How is she awful. still so useless after how many years of Maine? Um, it's over four. No, it's not. It, no, it's not. It's, it's at least three. Well, no, because she was up in the brand split. And the brand split was 2016. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. And he's, she was in NXT before that. And, like, when people say she could, should probably work and get him, get on getting better people think weird people are singling them out and it's like we're not people aren't singling her out because of any reason other than she keeps not being good she's just not a very good wrestler yeah that's it because you look at say ronda rousey who like knew her deficiencies and when she had a match coming up she would spend all her time in the performance center trying to get better or like in like it's probably not a fair comparison, but saying like um, every time me and Rob have a massive problem with someone in stardom, nine times out of ten, within a couple shows, they've patched that up because they realised. Mm-hmm. With the exception of Saya and her fucking leg selling. But... I want to point out that the referees just watched them beat Brett with a chair and has ignored <laughs> it. The referee hates Canadians. Wait, then... no, because everyone in this match is Canadians. But then, then again... Hang on, is that a school chair? Yes, yeah. yes, it is. But, but then again, he's so concerned that Owen doesn't get out of the ring. That's the thing. That's the thing. Priorities is what the referee is uh, is doing and here. Now he's starting to do the count. I mean, they've Brett's been out been for out half an hour. Two minutes. Yeah, I was just going to say. <laughs> You're not counting. <laughs> just wait. A you know minute. what I think. You know what I think would make this um, match better. Is Smarky Chance. Oh, no. <laughs> I love the fact that they hit Brett's leg with that golf club then, and he didn't sell it the first time because he didn't realise. You know, yeah, you, know I, <laughs> you know what I like? He start, the ref started counting to 10 and then stopped. I think someone must have reset the count. <laughs> yeah, the referee. That I'm the Mountie. Cool. Bad, like so I'm bad. big. I'm strong. <laughs> but every time I hear someone go, "I'm the Mountie," it just turns in my head. It turns to "In the Navy" by uh, the Village People. <laughs> There's like, "I'm the Mountie." You can say over seventies. Ooh, surely that hurts the groin more than it hurts the knee. Oh yeah. Rips your uh, gas speaks from experience. Rips your gooch. Rips your gooch. The gooch ripper, the old gooch ripper. <laughs> or the old uh, what a maneuver, if you've been smoking. You can hurt, you'd hurt your old candlestick. The chin rest. Tell you what, that's interesting, isn't it? <laughs> Jesus. That ref is like so like anti own heartier. It's no wonder like, he's letting Neil. them do that. He's letting them do that, but then he's like, nope, nope, Owen, you're not coming in. Because 
<laughs> I can't think of a reason. Maybe he just doesn't like blonde people. Mm-hmm. Maybe he just doesn't like the hot. <laughs> Bruce, Bruce slipped him a tanner backstage. <laughs> Is he karate chopping? Yeah. <laughs> oh, what maneuvers oh, coming nice. up here? P- PCO coming out. Oh. Miss. Oh. Look at the little girl in the front row fucking marking out. Absolutely oh. marking out for it. Loving it. Come on, Owen. Put your nipple away. Jesus. <laughs> Hashtag go in nip clip. How, how does that not hurt as well? Like. What, your nipples? Like rubbing against your nipple all the time, right? Eh? <laughs> like dragging the Because all the things they put themselves through in wrestling, having a little bit of rub on your nipple isn't exactly the just, worst thing, why aren't you wearing? Why aren't you wearing the vest? I have very sensitive nipples. <laughs> <laughs> ah, my nipples! <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. Oh. I didn't even see what happened then. Did Brett tap? No way. It's a screw job. <laughs> Disqualification. The referees. Oh. Referee stoppage. An underrated finish. It works. They they did enough. To... Oh yes, look at Owen selling this. <laughs> look at Johnny <laughs> Polo selling this. <laughs> I did literally nothing. <laughs> the whole career of Raven. I'm sorry, but like that is not the that is not the theme for a fucking tag team champion. <laughs> Not for a heel tag team champions, no. Like I'm saying that as a Grado fan who had Madonna as his. <laughs> but then it's not really Brett's fault. <laughs> oh, that little girl is about to have a fucking dream crushed in there for a couple seconds. Yep. Like I'm over here. Is. Just tag me. <laughs> All I had to do. I had to protect. I had the rope as well. You know, if I was an <laughs> ultimate heel, I would bring out a little, another little white piece of rope and tie it to the tag rope. Yeah. Oh, this is just... Has Brett piling, ever cut his hair? Piling more pressure. You what? Has Brett ever cut his hair? I can't imagine him with short hair. Short? Nah. Like, I imagine he's cut it at some point. It's, I don't think he's ever done it short. He's a very good leg seller, isn't he? Oh, you do it? Wait for it. Ooh. Go on, lad. There we go. <laughs> oh, my God. He's kicked his leg out from his leg. The crowd is... Look how fucking disappointed we... Like... No, this crowd is actually somewhat buying into this. Poor guys. Kayfabe's sort of still alive at this point. Sort of. Isn't this post-steroid trial? Look at the fucker in the doink (laughs) t-shirt. Yes. He's a grown-up as well. Grown-up got a doink t-shirt. I bet that's worth a lot of money now. 
Nah, it probably has fucking marks and it. Probably right, looks like Brett's ringlet at this point. <laughs> let's pause it there. Darth. I'm sorry, what? but right now, um, Owen looks a bit like Wurzel Gummidge. <laughs> Garth, what was your opinion of that? Just really good fun tag match. Um, a bit of a... I completely forgot the ending. For some reason, I, I, I'd always remembered that Owen cost him the match, but that's not the case. Um, no, I just really enjoyed it. The selling from Brett was good. Um, the ref was a little bit sly. <laughs> But um, no, I enjoyed it. It was really good. Chris, what about you? It was okay. I think the fin- the DQ finish kind of well, not like the finish kind of mad it because it feels like if you're gonna do that, you do it before Brett was hump- hobbling around for half a match. Brett was humping. <laughs> <laughs> the edge what, approach. What, um, what part of the match was that, Chris? Um, no, but like hobbling is what I said. Yeah. yeah. Um, hobbling about for like a fair bit of a match before that, I feel like it should have either happened sooner or something bigger should have happened to Brett's leg. But yeah, and like this, at the end of the day, that wasn't meant to be like a good match on its own. It's meant to be a good build, and it is a good build, so I can't really fault it for that. Now the big question, Garth, what are you going to rate it? Um. I'll give it a solid three and a half. Okay. Not the best match ever, but it was good fun. Chris? I'd give it a three. It was a good match. I I was thinking three and a half, if I'm perfectly honest. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. By democracy of more votes. Um, Bret Hart and Owen Hart versus the Quebecers from Royal Rumble 994. We've given three and a half stars to... I I. I, I enjoyed that match. I, I do agree with you, Chris, though. There was there was a long period before they start, started working Brett's leg where they could have just trimmed a little bit of time off it. I think that was, uh, I think that was something that irked me. Anyway, mm. my choice next. 2014, and we are in the culmination of the Daniel Bryan and Bray Wyatt feud where Daniel Bryan was forced to join the Wyatts and then left the Wyatts. It's basically the big summation of this. Um, and yeah, this is the, the blow-off feud in what was an absolutely fantastic match and what is widely touted as Bray Wyatt's best match on the main roster in either carnation. So if you want to find Royal Rumble 2014 and head to 3 minutes and 12 seconds, it's the first match on the card. Have we both seen this match? Well, I will have, but I don't remember it. <laughs> Obviously. Um, I did. I watched. I was. I remember because I got up early to watch the Royal Rumble before school when this happened. Fair enough. Fair enough. That's a, that's a long time before school. Three hours. <clears throat> I think um, well, no, I, I was skipping around because I had no interest in the Big Show versus Brock Lesnar match, and I had no interest in the Cena versus Randy Orton match. So I basically just watched um, the Rumble and this. Fair. I probably watched this live because we used to always go to. One of our mates tells us to watch the Rumble live every year um, and get drunk. So, so what did you say the time code was? Because when I click on the thing on the network, it's not working properly because the network's trash. Three minutes and 12 seconds. Three minutes and 12 seconds. 
Oh, okay. Maybe with the good old days, yeah, Garth, where you could actually go out, see people, get drunk. Get drunk. We're not, not going to get to have our wrestle road trip this year. Nope. Not <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like how just like uh, Garth sounded slightly believed. Does not give a shit, does he? <laughs> right. So, in three, two, one, play. <laughs> to be fair, in terms of like who's over at this point in um, WWE as a babyface, it's basically Brian um, and Punk. They're the only people getting unanimous cheers at this point. Cena? Maybe Ziggler. No, Cena wasn't getting unanimous cheers. No, that was when he was here. But I mean, this is like fucking. This is. But like, and again, at this point, anyone who wasn't Danny Bryan and CM Punk only had goodwill from the pipe bomb. Like anyone who wasn't Daniel Bryan was getting booed. But like the whole yes thing and that, that was as big as anything that's ever yeah. been wrestling. But they tried to like take the chant off him and they tried to give it to fucking Big Show. Christ. And then that didn't work because they re- didn't realise it was at that, Bryan. Man. Why did they not capitalise on that? Because he is because they didn't want it. They literally didn't the... want it. He's the indie darling, isn't it? Yeah, no, that's the thing. We're stuck. WWE are so stuck in their ways. Like people, people like pretend we do jump on hot things, but we didn't jump. We didn't jump on Rusev Day when that got big. We didn't <laughs> jump on fucking Jimmy being a bully, bullying every fat kid out there. Fat kids like pizza, right? I still can't go. To be fair, that, that kid behind there with the uh, GTS T-shirt—that's a cool T-shirt. That is a cool T-shirt. TM. CM Punk has great t-shirts because he is the best. Look at the German oh, yes sign. Here. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I'm you're a head rough. No, I'm not. I'm, I'm not. I'm just the way it's going to light this. I'm going to light this and blow it out and then get a torch. <laughs> no, I'm gonna like this, blow it out, and then turn on the light that's actually in it. I shouldn't really yeah. be doing this. Rowan, what I, a waste! Rowan, I told you to put a new bulb in my fucking lamp. <laughs> <laughs> now we have to walk out. Now you have and... to wear the gimp mask. Yeah, <laughs> put on the mask of shame. Sit down with the mask on, you fucking loser. And, and Rowan's just there going jokes on you. I'm into that shit. <laughs> Push me in this chair. <laughs> <laughs> Boss, why do you need a rocking chair all over the place? Just fucking bring it. Why do I have to? Why do you have to? Why do you sit there? <laughs> to be fair, like, so, like the Wyatt family is meant to be a cult, right? They only, they only um, recruited three people in their entire entire history. There's Daniel Bryan who quit after a month. There's Randy Orton who burned down the gaff. Correct. And. Um, Braun. Brown Snowman. <laughs> so. To be honest, it, it shows you how professional Daniel Bryan is, but despite being the hottest thing in the company at this point, he just accepted this. This wasn't a bad angle, to be fair. It wasn't, but like you have the hottest person in your company and you turn him heel for no reason. It's the most. WWE thing to do because they don't want they didn't want him to be big. No, they, they had didn't a plan, want him didn't on, like, they? They had a plan with their favourites and 
he wasn't a part of that plan and no matter cheering was going to change that plan. Yeah, but Brian is just so fucking good that he couldn't be denied. At this point, Wyatt was hot. About as hot as he, he was, was going to be and then Cena beat him at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, he he was hot despite some early stumbles like being buried by Kane um, when Kane came back and um, a feud with Jericho, which was a bit shit. Wait, no, the feud of Jericho was this year. Oh, Bray had some rocky times ahead. <laughs> Look so, at the Hulkamania maniacs. Fucking <laughs> marks. Running, riot, running wild. I, I, I hate it when someone in the crowd is wearing a Hulk Hogan t-shirt as well because it just stands out because everyone else is wearing like black and shit. I love it when Bray does his bedroom eyes. <laughs> Brian, come to bed. <laughs> he does a very good job at making himself look grubby, doesn't he? Bray? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He, he does look like a grubby bloke. Oh, by the way, have you seen Brian's new haircut? Yeah, it's like the short back inside, like, fuckboy haircut. <laughs> what, fuckboy? Fuckboy. boy. <laughs> <laughs> Fear the beard with what looks like a giant turkey. <laughs> I assume it was a, a beard, big... but it looked like a turkey. Oh. You see the guy dressed up as Macho Man? I do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It's a massive face. Was that Mark Ro- like the UFC guy? Joe Rogan? Yeah. I don't know why it was... said Mark. <laughs> I just saw him and was like, yeah, Mark. Yes, yes, yeah. Where was this? Where's this Rumble House? It was Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania, uh, no, Philadelphia. Yeah, where they absolutely well, yeah. they took over. To be fair, when Roman left the year the year after, when when he won, rather they blocked the car park. Apparently, like the Usos had issues getting out. Which is a bit ridiculous. It does ruin the mystique a bit of Bray Wyatt when you realise he wears Under Armour boxer shorts. Which doesn't really fit, doesn't really fit with the whole, you know, cult thing, does it? You don't really <laughs> imagine. Fair, like, I can only imagine and- if um, what those pants, what well, Bray's pants would look like if he had the squits. Oh. <laughs> you couldn't make the toilet. <laughs> um, like an oil slick. Oh, oh, lovely. Rowan just always looks like just so sort of like lost in the moment. Yeah, I don't think Rowan is someone who thinks about the future. <laughs> Rowan looks like every step. He has to think about <laughs> right, left, right, left, right, left. <laughs> Lemmy from Might and Men. Have I stood anything? <laughs> Doesn't help though. Law Bray Wyatt's tattoos are pretty shit. Mm-hmm. They, they're not the best, are they? He they're but better they're... now. Now that he's got them covered up, they're better now. Yeah, but I mean that one on his back it... is awful. Yeah, it's a bit like he's got a bunch of... Oh! See, that's good camera work. Daniel. 
didn't show you him getting up there. Ah, uh, Kevin Dunn, Eugene. <laughs> I kind of sad that Daniel Bryan abandoned this kind of type design because it is really cool. Oh, listen to that chant. Didn't he have to? Because uh, isn't it very similar to Dean Ambrose? Well, the, the logos were. Yeah. But to be fair, Bryan was there first. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. Vince. I still the biggest thing with Vince I'm always gonna have is he almost didn't let Kyrie Sane do her elbow because Bailey had an elbow. <laughs> Beautiful. Ooh. Walter shit right there. Tell you what though, every pre um first retirement Brian bump makes me wince. Now the in yeah, hindsight. Yeah, because like he didn't, he didn't shield himself, did he? No, not in the slightest. Like you see now, he's a much safer worker without sacrificing how good he is because he's the best. Um... <laughs> oh, what the fuck? Oh, I always when people go into those steps. Like, Jesus. That laugh he gave when he went to the table boat was like when you go to the bar and they cut you off. <laughs> well, that asks you for ID and you're like 35. <laughs> I can't relate. Not that I've ever been asked for ID. <clears throat> I don't think I've been asked for ID since I was like 15. To be fair, I went up to. <clears throat> I went up. When I was seeing Catfish and Bottom and my brother. We ran up to the bar. And um, it was like outside of that Glasgow Green. Um, <laughs> and I went up to the bar with him. And it was like, I need to see your ID. I pointed at me, so I took my ID out. And then the guy behind me in the line just shouted, What? Him? He's a fucking grizzly bear. <laughs> but he's 17. Out. <laughs> <laughs> um, for reference to people at home, I look like a slightly younger Bray Wyatt. <laughs> <laughs> Not that much younger. Oh, thanks. You're slimmer than Bray Wyatt, if that's any consolation. I mean, yeah, but also, Bray Wyatt's a big one, isn't he? Yeah, oh, but he's you... a unit. Yeah. He's got Skinner's boots on as well. Skinner's <laughs> boots? <laughs> There's not enough Skinner references. <laughs> I ca- I'm kind of glad we didn't do Podmania around this time, because I think every week would be Discarf burying Bray Wyatt. But underrated worker Skinner. Skinner! Oh. oh, oh my goodness! Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! God. <laughs> to be fair, Brian has. It sort of shows how good Brian is, but he has both of Bray's best matches. Um, I don't know. I, much as it was the wrong result, I thought his match with Cena at WrestleMania 3 was a decent match. It's not a patch on this, but... I mean, um, it's decent, yeah, but it's not a patch on either Brian match. The match that they had at Payback, the last man standing match... That was great. That's a very, very, very good match. Very good. 
That actually made Bray look good in defeat. If that was the one Cena Bray match, I don't think there'd be much complaints. Ooh. See, that's another leg attack that looks like it would hurt the balls more. Is JBL saying words? Because he just seems to yeah. be making Texan noises without them actually making any mm-hmm. fucking sense. <laughs> just occasionally there's a racial slur in there. Um, oh, he goes goose stepping in Germany. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. By the way, have you guys ever seen the match where Daniel got his. Um, oof. Got his um, retina doesn't no his orbital bone fucked. No, it's disgusting. It was against um, Robinov. You know Takashi Marishima, don't you? Yep. Uh, it was against him, and uh, I love, absolutely disgusting. I love wrestlers when they've got a really poorly limb. They think the best way to sort it out is just to punch it some more. Trying to get mm. circulation going. I'm just going to thump my leg. I'm going to give myself a dead leg so that I forget that my knee hurts. See, for psychology, you should be punching somewhere else. Stamping on your own foot, don't you? Yeah. Punch your face. Stab yourself. That's the spirit? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, that sounds like something a fiend would do. I don't know if you saw that sign there behind Bray that just said, Steph, get a divorce. <laughs> <laughs> What's that dude doing? Oh, he, he's trying to join the family. I mean, he nah. doesn't have a beard, so he can't. That's true. <laughs> it's like the one thing you need. Well, no, actually, so that's not true. I... Randy Orton. He, he had a beard. He tried to grow it out. <laughs> Didn't Randy Orton turn up in a fucking mask this week? Yes. Um... <laughs> I I have no clue what's going on with all of that, but here's what I think should happen when Bray comes back. Um, light light goes out. Puppy. Light's come back in. Puppy in the middle of the ring. Light goes back out again. Light comes back on, but Puppy's no longer there. Ultimate heat on Bray. <laughs> See, if that was in the Royal Rumble, he'd be eliminated. <laughs> I can't believe they didn't even put Brian in this Rumble. <laughs> I think that was smart from the WWE, to be fair, because if you'd have put him in the Rumble, if anyone apart from Brian is going to win it, they're going to, well, look at 2015, they're just going to yeah, boo the house down. But that's what happened in this Rumble when he wasn't in it. The smart thing to do was to have him win. Yeah, but... Oh, Jesus. Smart and... Oh, WWE don't always go hand in hand. It's not that they don't always go hand in hand. They never go hand in hand. <laughs> Did you see Bray Wyatt blow a kiss to that kid then? <laughs> That was brilliant. He did a creepy wave as well. It was a little bit weird. Maybe that's the the kid who sang Howard in his hand at Extreme Rules. Oh my god. There there are the origins of of, um, Danny Bryan's concussion. It's squashed Um, brain. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, it was the um, autumn matches the year before that got really bad, wasn't it? Like they put, they stopped it early, and he was apparently like sh- shouting at Triple H backstage about it. Oh, 
<laughs> because we're not allowed to have a barrier, Bray. <laughs> this is this Bray, can't be pleasant to take. If Bray Wyatt, like uh, honestly, you know how sometimes WWE do like weird animated things. If he ever did a WWE high school drama, we should have Bray be the, like if we did a WWE version of Thirteen Reasons Why. Um, they should have Bray be the one texting, "Don't come to school tomorrow." <laughs> I haven't seen it. What, what's it about? Um, the, 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 try and, don't watch it. I'm not even going like, to tell you what talk, it. Talk about something like that is relevant, like Saved by the Bell or Safe <laughs> <laughs> or Sweet Valley High, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, Grange Hill. Hill. Nah, that was shit. Biker Grove. Mm-hmm. Yep, Mi High. No wait, last... no. You, I don't actually. Mi High is before your times, isn't it? Sweet Valley High was. Uh, on all the time. Um, 90210 was on. The Hills. Nah, that's shite. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's shite. That's why was... Garth draws the line, but 90210. What was it? 90210 was absolute trash. Heartbreak High was the one. What's the one where the girl was taking calcium pills? Or caffeine pills? What was it? That was... Uh... That was Jesse and um, Saved Save by the Bell. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so scared. <laughs> Brilliant. Like fucking hard hitting angles. Like, for fuck's sake, girl, take a real drug and then start complaining. <laughs> yeah, but this was these were like the ultimate preppies. Like that was real hard drugs for them. <laughs> one of them had a mobile phone for fuck's sake, and it was like 1991. Oh, this one, the phones were basically bricks. Like, if you threw a phone oh, yeah. at someone, it would hurt them. It would, like, actually oh, yeah. kill them. It would have Great. actually been easier to carry a landline round. <laughs> oh, he's being creepy. Have you guys seen The Exorcist? <laughs> Your mother sucks cocks in hell. <laughs> Imagine <laughs> if Grey just shouted that. I want to... <laughs> That I would have been amazing. He would. Let if... Jesus fuck you. <laughs> that, by the way, Bray's beard defies gravity. It does, yeah. It sticking up, it's like on the video games. <laughs> <laughs> Do we prefer pre-braid Bray or braided Bray? What, dreadlock Bray? Yeah. Uh, I, I, here's the thing. As a heel, the dreadlocks are better because never trust, trust a white guy with dreadlocks. But also, yeah, I'm not a fan of the monkey dreads. You strike me as someone who's had dreads at some point. Well, I like no. Mm, I don't believe you. Why don't you believe me? Like, you can look through my face, but you will find no images of me with dreads. It's also a strange brilliance. No, I'm missing with the people's elbow. (laughs) I'm sorry, but half the time this commentary just sounds like the shit you get in 2K. Yeah, it sounds very Mm -hmm. generic. Oh my god, he's hulking up. Educated feet! Oh. 
Oh, lovely. 619. 619. Oh, fucking hell. Yeah. Is it his arm bleeding or is that one of his tattoos? Uh, it's one of his tattoos. Uh. It's a random red line. <laughs> Ooh. Lovely. Sweet! <laughs> Did you see was someone doing a too sweet in the... Oh, no, that's for Bill Horns, isn't it? What's he doing? He's, just, he's not even looking. Yeah. yeah. Look, he's just trying to he's trying to get the attention of the guy next to him. He's like, I'm so goddamn cool, I don't even have to watch it. <laughs> Garth when we go to take over. Not marking out for fucking Triple H, but um Mike Tanay. No, Jeremy Borash. What a maneuver! Oh my god! I hate having a spot on my nose. Yeah, it's a bit... Yeah, no, is that meant to be like a knife, that red line? Because I think I've mistaken that for, like, bleeding in a brain match more than once. I've no idea what it's supposed to be. It, it looks a bit shit. It's, it's not the worst tattoos in... Like, Matt Morgan's is Oh, worse Matt than... Morgan's. <laughs> the child's interpretation of the Brock Lesnar tattoo. Yeah, to be fair, the Brock Lesnar tattoo isn't very good either. But I got buried as soon as John Cena started rapping about it. You know what's coming. Oh my god, I did not expect that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's moving from mouth now. What oh, a fucking great been... spot that was. I, li- I like how Bob's going, ah, I see what's happening, I'm a smart fan. Oh my god! No, it was the wrong spot, but that looked fucking brilliant. Yeah, and uh, like that's the problem with a lot of apron DDTs. They look um, choreographed, but that just didn't. Stop holding your head, Brian. It makes me worried about you. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Kiss me. What? <laughs> <laughs> nothing, nothing, nothing. <laughs> Make me say yes. <laughs> There Honestly, you go. Yeah, Kip up. You'll love to see it. Better than Brett. Better than fucking Brett, Batman. Brett? No, you mean better than Sean. Uh, to be fair, Sean was better than Brett, so... <laughs> yes. I can hear the anger. Yes. I can hear... Yes. <laughs> see? The crowd agrees with me. This crowd knows doesn't know shit. <laughs> <laughs> Watch him a sour match, you coward. Anyway, um, I'd make you watch one on here, but they're all fucking half an hour long. <clears throat> Look at that man. What a man. What a man, 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 say it again now. Um, oh my god! Oof. Gladiator! I swear to god, I wish they would just cut to Japanese commentary every time a clothesline is thrown. Fucking exploding into that. The rock yeah. started that one. <laughs> the, the rock was turning people inside out. Oh, the um, Billy Gun cell. Hmm. 
And, the, and we've got GBL, one of the best clotheslines ever. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay clothesline. Oh, oh, lovely. They even call it, you know, it's funny, even, even call this the yes lock in New Japan, which I find funny. Yeah, because Ishimori does it, doesn't he? Yeah. Does he still use it? What, yeah. Ishimori? Brian. Uh, uh, Brian. Yeah. 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 He's, a, he's a man of many moves. <clears throat> oh, look at that twat in the front row with a fedora. <laughs> Just like his hero, Bray. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Bray gonna go for a out for a um, poison runner. Gonna turn Brian around. It's part of his Imagine. Moveset, as we know. <laughs> Imagine if Bray if Bray Wyatt pulled on like a Canadian destroyer. Mm-hmm. I mean, we everyone but Garth would probably be marking out. <laughs> Garth's just sitting there going, "Peter Williams is it better?" Yeah, Peter Williams, the originator. <laughs> <laughs> P.T. Williams. Did you see him burying like Jordan Devlin and Travis Banks during the World's Collide thing last year? Because like I didn't intend for this to be a transitional move. <laughs> oh yeah, damn right as well. He's too right. Oh no. Oh no. I'm so glad. Oh, it's a splash. He did. Yeah, a splash. I thought he was going to be doing the diving head, but I was like, no. Like apparently, Harley Race regretted ever inventing the move. Oh, not surprised. But then again, if he hadn't have done it, some like Japanese guy would have. <laughs> Brilliant heel move. <laughs> oh, amazing! Oh, lovely! Amazing. Oh my god! Amazing! Great transition. I think it's at this point. I don't know if Brian's just good at selling head injury or if his head was just injured. Probably a bit of both. Yeah, because like um, he was. Oh, oh. what would have made that better if it wasn't for? <laughs> and I, I <laughs> well, when did Bra- when did Bray get his um lip? His nose was bleeding part way through the match, uh, so somebody go and give a lip switch. <laughs> oh look at that mark in the front row. Done. Just happy to be on the hard cam. In a fucking Miz t shirt of all things. I'm not gonna lie, I voted for this just because it's nice to see Bray Wyatt win a match. Is that the, <laughs> you found the did one you, match Bray Wyatt had ever won? through all of the others. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. His winning percentage was completely shot by the end of this first he, run. Wait, I'm, question, why did you pick this one over the Fiend match from last year? Any special reason? Uh, yes, because this was the iteration of Bray that I loved. Ah, so you're not a fan of the Fiend? <sighs> right, let's pause this. Um... <laughs> I, I am mm-hmm. a fan of The Fiend. I am, and I am a real fan of the stuff that he's doing in the Firefly Funhouse, but I just don't think that the WWE know what to do with it. And they botched him against Goldberg, 
they then managed to resurrect it massively with the Firefly Funhouse match, which was tremendous. And then, what has he done since? He's just really been in limbo for the last... What? <laughs> Alexa Bliss has been on TV more than he has. Well, him and Alexa Bliss make a fantastic pairing, but aside from that, it's it's been nothing really. But this was the Bray that I thought was fantastic, and I thought this match was fantastic. I really did. I thoroughly, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed that. Um, Garth, what about you? Really good. Really enjoyed it. Probably, like, <clears throat> easily one of the best Bray matches. Not surprising with... Um, who he was in the ring with. Um, <clears throat> no really good. Some really good spots. Nothing sort of too sort of drawn out. or It seemed probably just the right length as well. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. It was good. I think sometimes people forget that Bray can actually go when given the tap. Mm. And I think obviously in his current iteration with The Fiend, his moveset's very, very limited. So people do forget occasionally that Bray is good in ring. Uh, Chris, what about you? Oh, yeah, that was really good. Chances are, if you have a match with Daniel Bryan, it's going to be your best match in WWE, and this is the case for Bray. Um, like, and because he's one of my favorites, I'm always going to be like praising Bryan for everything he did, but Bray did hold up his end of the bargain here. His um, his shots were brutal, especially when they had to be, like that Sister Abigail onto the um, barrier, Jesus. Um, he's also very good at his mannerisms. It's gonna like that kind of gimmick cause, because of how over the top it is. It's gonna be very um, hot and cold with people, but I like it. And yeah, this is probably it's definitely the best match of the night. Looking at what was on the rest of this fucking night, yeah, <laughs> Brock Lesnar uh... versus Big Show. Um, and like honestly, I think this match, like I've, like most people agree, this match is great. But like, I don't think it gets discussed a lot, mostly because of what happened later in the night, the shambles with Batista and his tiny, tiny pants. His very tiny pants. Um, hypnotically tiny. Anyway, um, but yeah, this match was really good. Like, especially for an opener on a Rumble card. It's probably as good as you can ask for. Now, we go to the ratings. Um, I gave it four and a half. I think it was, like I say, I think I've already shot my load about how much I enjoyed the match. I thought mm-hmm. everything about it was great. Um, Garth, what about you? Yeah, I was thinking four, but I'm happy to concede. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Really good. Chris? Um, oh, sorry. I thought I, Garth had finished. I'm finished. Sorry. Okay. <laughs> um, four. It was really good. Um, problem is the story was a bit, like the story was very forced, so it did kind of drag down in terms of Heat, but this Brian being the hottest thing helped carry it, and the fact that he's amazing helped carry it. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling a four. Fair enough. Right, Chris. Yes. Your pick, please. Um, so I went with AJ Styles versus John Cena at the Rumble for two reasons. One, I've been wanting to pick this match for ages, and this gives me a good opportunity. Um, two, is it? Well, it's just bloody AJ Styles versus John Cena. In it, you can't you can't go wrong. All their matches are great, and like this is like AJ's peak in WWE. Like he's sort of got settled into. Um, I'm not going to try ev- um, every big match. Which, to be fair, he's at the point where he doesn't have to. But like he was still. This is only a year into his WWE run, so he still seemed to feel he had something to prove. So he went out his way to try and 
prove it. And also, this match kind of got lost in the shuffle because it happened, like, what, two weeks after Omega versus Okada. So in sort of smarky circles, um, this match tends to get forgot about because in the same month you had what many consider to be the best match of all time. Do I consider that? No. But <laughs> a lot of people do. I mean, these two never had a bad match. They had a great match at Money in the Bank. They had a great match here. And where where was their other match? They had a great trilogy, and I can't think where the third Summer one Slam, was. Summer Summer Slam, Money in the Bank, of course here. it was. Um, and then here. And then um, they also had a six-man with um, AJ Gallows and Anderson versus... Um, Cena, Enzo, and Cass, where mm-hmm. Cena spent the whole time just looking really confused at, Enzo, at Enzo's promo, but also <laughs> Enzo got himself super over, which is weird to say in the year of our Lord 2021. <laughs> but um, like in the building that night, he was like on fire, and that was a really good match as well. But that battleground show actually <clears throat> also had um, Owens versus Zayn, didn't it? And the Shield triple threat, and of course, Darren Young versus The Miz, of course, and Rusev versus <laughs> Zack Ryder. So, you know, it was it was a show of two halves. Um, if you want to fire up Royal Rumble 2017 then and then skip ahead to one hour and 37 minutes and six seconds, um, I'll give you just a couple of seconds to do that. I saw something actually on, I believe it was Twitter, um, an interview with AJ Styles where he said this is his favourite match. Um, I didn't catch whether it was in WWE or in general, but he said that, and spoiler, they the entire match takes place in the ring and he says it's such a lost art nowadays that it just it sticks out in his mind and he said you know about the chemistry between him and Cena so I'm looking forward to watching this I don't think I think this is the one I never saw I think this was I think I watched the rumble this year and then that was it mm-hmm. um also fun story the first ever podmania podcast was done about the royal rumble 2017 so there you go a little bit of history for you. Uh, the before Chris times. The good times. <laughs> anyway, so, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to fire this up, we will play in three, two, one, play. Yep. 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 I hate the champion coming out first, though. Well, I get he's against Cena, but still. Want no, no, they don't want no. I still, I still, I'm still not a fan of this song. I want the uh, get what, ready the rock. to fly. See, <laughs> because my favourite styles is Ring of Honor, New Japan styles, and this is the kind of thing he had. So I'm completely fine with it. Yeah, but OG, OG, <laughs> back in the day, before he was cool. <laughs> I knew before him he... when he was. Air style on, WC, on WCW Thunder. Hmm. Velocity. I forgot that they held this rumble in a stadium. They've done it the last couple of years now. <clears throat> yeah, Rumb- but they, R- Rumble's they the best show of the year, man. It's yeah, the most fun. It's the most fun. Like, I kind of wish we could do like a live watch along, but you two have jobs apparently, so. Oh, what? Who's that? Who's that? Yeah, so, Rob. That my, my got really loud. What was that? Um, yours has gotten really loud. Oh, apologies. Um, 
That was a really long walk down, wasn't it? <laughs> fucking hell. It's no wonder they put some of them in a fucking cart for the rumble. Yeah, they put Biggie on the cart and he looked really depressed. By the way, do you guys know the context of how John Cena got this title match? He just asked for it? No, he didn't ask for it. He said, I'm having a title match at the Royal Rumble. Mm. If you have an issue, I'm John Cena. Recognize. <laughs> I kind of like John Cena's recent um, <clears throat> aura of fuck you, I'm John Cena. <laughs> Rabado! John Cena sucks. John Cena sucks. I fucking love John Cena. What? Like the fact that no, the fact that in 2021 we have John Cena slander is fucking disgusting. John Cena slander. Yeah. Actually, no, that's not fair. In print, in it's only slander when it's spoken. It's libel in print. Um, yeah, people still thinking he's a bad wrestler, which he's just not. <laughs> like he's the best baby face. WWE I mean, he didn't put on seen. classics. I mean, like very often. No, he started to though between 2015 he and here. <clears throat> he Every did when he was in the ring with these people because he was he was he was pulling stuff out that he would never normally do. That's what it. That's the difference. Yeah, but like, how often did he do it in 2015 with his US title? And like, even yeah, we but saw Chris, about he's been on the he... roster since 2006. Yeah, and he was having bank like the RVD match, the Umaga match that we watched, the. Okay, so um, you can pull out two matches. matches. You can pull out two matches, three matches max, where he was good before 2015. He was not a good worker. He was not a good worker when he was champion originally, at all. Yeah, yeah, but back we've had John Cena's slander since around 2012, which is when he got really good. No, he was good against Punk. He was good against more than just Punk. No, I disagree. Before 2014... He was all right in the ring. He wasn't great in the ring. Post-2015, he was great in the ring. He put on really, really good matches. You look at WWE's top guy. He's very rarely a good worker. Like Hogan, Rock, they're not good workers. Different times, though. I like slightly heel Cena. It's amazing. Yeah, again, the aura of fuck you, I'm John Cena. This was like the period where everyone was like, is he going to turn? Is he going to turn? No, no, that's every period since 2006. No, but like you knew they were never going to do, do it, but this is the point where he was kind of sort of, not on the way out, but doing less. So he had less to lose. Yeah, like he'd no. compete on SmackDown for like three months, go away, come back, yeah. go away. And now he's just Hollywood scene, I mean. Um, yeah, which is better than Hollywood Hogan, to be fair. At least he's not putting himself over. Whoa, 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 hi. Let's not go too far. Uh, no, I've been watching fucking WCW as part of his 97 thing. He's shite. <laughs> I'm not taking any arguments. You can try and argue, Garth, but you'd be wrong. I watched uh, that um, film with John Cena in where he plays a fireman. I, I, I don't... I, haven't seen, I don't think I've seen any of his movies yet. You know what? He's not terrible. He's he's alright. You can tell he's he's picking films that aren't too taxing, but you can tell he's yeah. having a laugh with them. Did, uh, did you see him appear on John Oliver? No. Like John Oliver paid a bunch of celebrities to 
tell people not to believe conspiracy theories. <laughs> and John Cena went on and took his top off, which allegedly they did not ask him to do. Of course he did. My favourite John Cena thing is when he's on um, Jimmy Fallon and he does the... Um, oh, what is it? It's not dingbats. Where he fills in the missing words and they do a scene about it and it's yeah. fucking hilarious. Um, I saw he was on Graham Norton and um, Mad Libs. Talk- Mad Libs. He does Mad Libs with Jimmy Fallon. Watch it, it's hilarious. He was on Graham Norton and he was talking about like AWA, like old Southern shit. And like one of the guys on the couch was talking about him with him and we were talking about like all the names and he was just like, yep, and I'm John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, this Rumble match was so disappointing. What is this the one that Roman came out at 30, isn't it? And like, everyone I know, assumed like, it was going to be Samoa Joe. Everyone. The one, like, no, I must, or like, put some, some said Angle, some thought Nakamura. Anyone would have been better than Roman, who had a world champ, he had a world championship shot earlier in the night. This wasn't the one where Rock had to come out and try and see if the No, that, that was, was a couple of years before this. Um, the thing is, because remember the that's the reason they gave for Brian not being in the Rumble. It's like they didn't want people to repeat. Mm. But then, like they do it with Roman, despite the fact he had a world championship shot. <laughs> Going right down. <laughs> Have you guys ever seen, because it's this year as well, have you guys ever seen the promo between Roman and Cena? The one from what, the, the one? preceded No Mercy? Yeah. I the did. one where he just stood over the ring and absolutely just... Just destroyed him. Uh, it's like Roman forgot his lines and he jumped right, on it. Roman was, was just like, uh, uh bitch. No, <laughs> yeah, no, that's the thing. Ro- Roman got his thing, but like, um, Cena was just like, it's a called a promo, kid. You're going to have to learn to cut one if you want to make yeah. it in a big time. Like, um... Was it because it got to Roman doing it, and it was like, not only are you a bitch, you are part timing bitch. Hmm. To be fair, Roman did do well, but when you're in there with someone who is as good on the mic as Cena is, yeah, I think that's what propels Cena is that he is fucking incredible on the mic. Like, not many people can like. I think he was lucky when Punk came along because it's the first time someone can match him on the mic in a while in 2011. Which, because, like, Miz is good, but he needs his lines. And then you have, like, R-Truth. He's not, like, a good, serious promo. Um, and then, like, John Morrison, who has never been able to cut a promo. No, he hasn't. Mm. Bat- Batista, who can't cut a promo. I've never I've never minded Batista. My, tr- Batista's fine. I, I, like, I, mostly, I mostly like Batista because my childhood. Oh! To be fair, when... When Batista came back and he did the whole like, "Give me what I want" thing, yeah, because yeah, you you shout I love that because that. Uh, no, because uh, as someone who's podcasting over time, you shouted that at every fucking opportunity, I and that was around the time where it. Rob was busy with work, so we kept having to do it just for two of us. And <laughs> oh my god, that that period! You're such a mark for yourself, God. <laughs> fucking hell! <laughs> <laughs> Listen, this was before Chris was the. You two have a play, they play. I'm the colour. Did anybody (laughs) see um, from this week's Raw, literally the only thing worth watching, um, there was a sequence between Ricochet and AJ Styles 
And yeah, I did see that sequence. He super Incre- into the style clash. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, amazing. Like, and that's the annoying thing, thing though, because like, eight, that, why isn't the? Because he does the style clash. Why isn't that his finish? It was the finish. No, but like, I'm thinking back to like the Brian match. But he still didn't use that as, as a finish. No, no. Like he's using it as a secondary finish to put away Ricochet, who sadly right now appears to be a fucking jobber. Well, that's, also, that's, we, that's his part in the WWE machine, isn't it? That's not, that doesn't make it right. It's not, but it's to be expected. He's a charismatic, good-looking high flyer. Everything Vince, Vince doesn't hates. Like. He doesn't like <laughs> char- yeah. He doesn't like charismatic people at all. Not high flyers. He doesn't. No. Unless you show up and do spots, like I imagine if Jeff Cobb somehow went, oh, what do you think the right the Japanese writing on AJ's tights means? Bullet club, <laughs> um, <laughs> chicken soup. Hmm. It's actually just AJ, like his tattoo, but in Japanese. Hmm. I, did you see the guy who copied AJ's tattoo? I did. Including the de- like the AJ tattoo is like a very like um carny thing to have anyway. But, but also we <clears> had like his kids' tattoos. And Dirty. he even copied the kids' tattoo right down to the little heart he has next to his only daughter. It's disgusting. Seems not like smart. AJ's tattoo not AJ's tattoo, the guy who got it. Oh god. Guys, oh. are you ready? Because he knows this crowd isn't going to respond well to him. He so leans into it. It's fucking brilliant. That's the thing. Like, what, what Cena lacks in like actual in-ring ability sometimes, he makes up for by the fact he can read a crowd like no one else. Like Jericho. Yeah, no, cause you look at someone like Seth Rollins, who's like objectively oh, like a better hell. worker. He cannot read a crowd at all. No. He's, he, he's, he's not even a good promo. He's, no, he's, he's, he's an awful promo. And like as a wrestler, he gets all his spots in, but he's so fit. I don't like Seth Rollins at this point. <laughs> he, he's just not good now. Do you know who is a good promo? And who? it's just a shame that his championship reign has come in the time when there's no fucking crowds. Drew. Drew. Oh, Drew does so much with what he's given. It's unbelievable. Oh. AJ needs to do back fists more often. Oh, fucking hell. Oh, Jesus Christ. Stiff. Bad bitch. <laughs> Cheeky little grins of the camera. <laughs> Is AJ um, Cena's best opponent? Because um, it's either AJ, Edge, or Punk. I'd say Edge. Not necessarily think... for match quality, but for everything that they did together. It was a it was a proper long term rivalry. I mean, other people might say Orton as well, just because of well, the fingers of Orton. We never icons. Like that would have been if they took breaks, but they kept running it to the point where now, even if it's years apart, everyone rolls their eyes at seeing an Austin versus Cena match because we've seen it all. 
Oh, oh. Thing is, this isn't quite a stadium, is it? This isn't like quite WrestleMania size, but it's bigger than normal. It's not like the 2019s where it's in the baseball stadium. Yeah, to be fair, I like that for the Rumble. Yeah, it's a nice little thing, isn't it? We're not getting that this year, though. Although, have you seen they're trying to get people in for Mania? Yeah, they've basically just done WrestleMania 36 Take 2, haven't they? They've even got basically the same logo. Yeah. But I hope they get fans. And I'm glad they're doing two nights again, because fucking hell, WrestleMania in one night is a slog. Yeah, Mm. or they could just not book that many matches, because half the matches on the two-day Mania were a bit pointless. We had a triple threat singles for the tag titles. (laughs) Roger Federer. (laughs) You you don't get enough tennis references. AA! It's over, guys. Nobody kicks out of the AA. Oh, what? No! I don't believe it! Look at that vein in his chest. That vein's bigger than the muscles in my arm. (laughs) (laughs) Vein is bigger than my quad. (laughs) You know what they say about men with big veins? Lots of blood flow. Big (laughs) t-shirts? Big (laughs) t-shirts. That's the face of someone who just said yes to doing Bumblebee. Bumblebee wasn't too bad. Actually, I've heard Bumblebee is quite good. I should probably it was, watch it, it now. Was, it was forced, but it was it was alright. <laughs> All Transformers mo- uh, movies are forced. No, All but the- I mean the whole the whole sort of eighties thing. Ah, uh, to be fair, it can't be as poorly done as Captain Marvel, which was basically like, look, blockbuster video. Oh yeah, look. 90s, 90s, 90s. Oh, fucking hell, that bump again. To be fair, Garth, is that like Captain Marvel or has that been your Facebook statuses for the last couple of weeks? Nah, pretty much constant. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, um, Garth on his Facebook recently put like, um, I'm on a bit of a 90s kick. I'm like, when are you not on a <laughs> 90s kick? Like, you're in a 90s tribute band. When I'm on an 80s kick. <laughs> I like how this point is just a- Cena being angry that AJ Styles exists. Because at this point, Cena hasn't pinned AJ. <laughs> oh, he's going to gore him. Gore. <laughs> Hmm. Top dog. Oh, someone has a Trump sign. Fuck off. Is it Adrian? Pele! Oh, I love his Pele. Although Garth oh. once told me off because apparently I say Pele wrong. Pele. <laughs> hmm. I don't even understand why it's called a Pele kick. It's not like an overhead <laughs> kick. Ballers is more like that, isn't it? Ooh. I honestly used to think it was a Pele, like P-A-Y-L-A-Y, Pele. Oh, a Progress t-shirt, marking out, marking out. Actually, no, they're not nice anymore. Never mind. (laughs) (coughs) To be... 
To be fair, we have it, it speaks volumes to how good this match actually is, but we haven't mentioned AJ Styles' hair yet. Soccer mum, soccer mum. <laughs> he looks like he's going to try and seduce the teacher at parents' evening. <laughs> he can't play for the pizza, but she can pay in other ways. Come on, Alan. <laughs> Love you, Alan. <laughs> We're doing real team. Nobody likes <laughs> Alan anymore, though. Well, he's just another one of the things that WWE have managed to fuck off. <laughs> I mean, look at the booking of AJ Styles from this Rumble. He loses the title here and then ends up wrestling Shane McMahon Shane, and Mania. Yeah, it was Shane after this, wasn't it? Which, to be fair, wasn't a bad match. You're not going to have a bad match actually, with AJ. Unless you're Shinsuke. It was the best match on that Mania. Do you know, to be fair, because like, after that, he, was, he had like a year-long title reign. Like later that year, so it's not like he's being booked badly. No, but he's not. He's not. Listen to the crowd reaction as he comes in here. He hasn't had that since. Yes. Um. No. No. Well, actually, he probably got that when he beat Jinder. <laughs> I think that was but, a relief. Uh, to be fair. Oh my the god. Last time, oh my god. The last time AJ felt special. You're right, though. It was probably. I'm trying to think. Last time AJ felt special was probably maybe the Seth Rollins match, but no. They don't want non-nope. Like, they don't want non-nope. Because there's one point where AJ Styles was considered the best wrestler in the world. With good reason, to be fair. Yeah, but we need to show Garth that Suzuki match at some point. Which the one? one from the G1. Yeah. It is a very good match, stuff. to be fair. It is a very good match. Um, against Minoru Suzuki Garth in the G1, it was incredible. Like You wouldn't expect the two styles to mesh well, but they mesh really well. Or, going after the leg. Must have watched the 94. Uh, oh, I love <laughs> the calf crusher. It's such oh, a good so move. Good. He's very good at transitioning into it as well because didn't he start doing this in TNA when he turned heel um, like when he was doing his right whole the end. with evil ways yeah yeah I said out seen his ear like bleeding um no nah, I think he's just very red this is it's my terrible vein. STF which puts no pressure on any part <clears throat> of the body which Did you like see William Regal used to tweet him going, I'll teach you how to do it. <laughs> I love William Regal. He's so good. Have you ever seen his last like NXT run with like Cassius Ono and Cesaro? No. It's incredible. I mean, I'll send <clears> you one of the promos after. It's fucking incredible. You're going to have to watch it because, oh my God. Imagine if it ended on a roll-up. Hmm. Most devastating move in wrestling. To be fair, that's a better STF than Cena's. Like, it's not a good STF. For example, he's not locked in the legs. So there's nothing keeping Cena's leg there. He's got really thin ankles, hasn't he, Cena? 
He has deceptively thin ankles. It's like um, when you look at Brock. He's got like the skinniest legs ever. <laughs> Muscled him Yeah, more. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> yeah, twink. <laughs> twink. Oh, it's Gonzo Bomb. Gonzo Bomb. Oh. <laughs> Imagine tying Ric Flair's record with his own move. That would have been the ultimate heat, though, wouldn't it? Oh, God, yeah. See, that Cena's never topped Flair, has he? No, tied at 16. I think that's nice, though. I don't think there ever will be. Well, I don't think Cena's going to be wrestling anytime soon. Like, in kayfabe sense, he's dead. But also, earlier in the year, Rey Mysterio got thrown off a building and then came back. So, actually, the next week, yeah, and then his eye got poked out, and he was out for weeks. Well, no, he just wore an eye patch. <laughs> Markley did it better. Let's go, Cena. Shoot, that sucks. <laughs> oh, the strength. To be fair, you look at the size of Cena's arms. His arms are bigger than my face. <laughs> oh, it's still um, I've just realised that Charles Robinson's referee. By the, oh, so I forgot this happened, but we, when I was going back to watch the Lesnar stuff last week from a video, um, Lesnar picks up little nature like a fucking suitcase. Oh, I've seen, yeah, I've seen it. It's brilliant. It's incredible. Little Nature is an underrated rat because he, like, you don't really, he doesn't insist on himself. He's not like Earl Hebner, worst referee. Earl Hebner's not a worst referee. He's awful. Garrett Bischoff is the worst. <laughs> right, can we please stop with the obscure TNA references? <laughs> That's what Garth brings to this podcast. <laughs> That's his gimmick. 90s and TNA. Listen, I'll do the TNA, you do the rest of the smarty shit, okay? <laughs> <laughs> he'll do TNA and he'll put over Brett. That's all he's here for. That's that's, that's all I'm gonna that's all I'm willing to do. My contract. That's creative <laughs> no, freedom in my contract. Oh What was Cena actually hoping to his leg drop, I think. His leg drop. He he does it all the time. That was actually natural. Styles Clash! Oh my god, he didn't oh. took his fucking neck though. Oh, Jesus! Oh, have you have you guys seen the um Roderick Strong one? No, Roderick Strong not. was amazingly okay afterwards, but he tucked his neck. There's two or like, three, fully. isn't there? Yeah, there's one two one with like, like Lionheart and Yoshitatsu. Duh. God, Yoshitatsu, Jesus. Right. <laughs> He's finally lost that fucking championship in Nor Japan. <laughs> I didn't even realise he was still Goora champion, to be fair. Is it Gaora uh, well, you call lost... it? Gaora? Gaora. It doesn't, it, it doesn't matter. Title. It's never used. It's yeah, never the TV used. title. That's, ne- that's never used. It's ridiculous. Although, um, it was oh, lost in a draws... TLC match. Just took your neck, John. Jesus. Uh, face first. At least it wasn't neck first. Oh, oh, knees. Oh, got the knees up. Right in the balls, like. 
art. Jump, I appreciate sure this is eerie match where he uh, moonsault fucked up and he got um eerie got need in the balls. <laughs> oh my god! Oh. Code red. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> this is a good time to bring up the Roman sponsor, Mountain Dew Code Red. <laughs> Imagine. That was a too heavy. That was a beautiful cold red. It was seamless. It was because weirdly enough, when Amazing Red does the cold red, he does the whole theatrics, and it's annoying. Let's go. <laughs> you are trash. Did you see my son? <laughs> you are trash. I like to me just like talking about the guy. Oh, oh, Shigeroshi! Hiroki Goto. Oh. It's for it's for a more gleeful call than whenever um Mauro Nalo gets to call Yoshi Garoshi. Isn't there more move that would hurt the other person though? Like I don't know, if you dropped uh, so if someone's knee if your head got dropped on someone's knee, it'd probably hurt. Probably, but probably not na- not completely. Knock your knee though. It wouldn't actually need. It's like the elbow drop onto the ladder. I've never, ever, ever understood that. Spot. I've never got ever. that either. How is that going to hurt them more than it hurts you? I've never you know understood what it. You I don't get. No one uses that anymore. But the playmaker. Yeah, it was ridiculous. Oh yeah. Oh Everyone fucking flop. hell! <laughs> Big ending. Big ending. TKO from John Cena. This is what was great about these matches, like. Styles made Cena pull out shit that he never pulled out. You know, yeah, I like agreed. though. You can tell whenever he'd do that, it'd be it'd clearly be, it'd be an influence of someone in the match. Like Punk really loves like the King's Road stuff, so um, Cena started pulling out like Emerald Flosions. <laughs> like not like a good version, but like I wonder if it's stuff that Cena was practicing, or if he just thought, oh, "Fuck it, I'll just pull it out. I can do this." That's right, because like Cena, like people seem to think he wasn't a fan. Cena was a massive wrestling fan. He had like tapes of like AWA and shit. This is a, <laughs> yes. this is a championship yes, match. Thanks, this, this is indeed a championship match. Actually, I, did, I was thinking about earlier. The last time um, AJ felt truly special was the Lesnar match. Yes, yeah, Survivor Series. That was a very good match. Oh. Super A! Super F U. Oh! Because, <laughs> oh she Christ. I believe it. That's. That's good shit right there. We are it's really close watch. to Cena's face. But look in his eyes. He looks like he's going to cry. <laughs> he doesn't know what to do. He's pulled out every uh, move in his yeah, arsenal. I, I like that from... Well, it's cheeky there from... Oh. Oh. None of that. Fucking took your head, John! Takes some power <laughs> You're not supposed to tuck your head on that, uh, the Styles Club. No, that's Sorry, what, I mean lean like... back. I mean, lean back. He's just not oh, leaning back yeah. enough, is what I meant. AJ Styles. That's why uh, AJ didn't sort of 
Oh, fully apologise to Lionheart, didn't he? Oh, he was a bit of a dick about it, yeah. Because he says, "I told him before the match, under no circumstances do you talk." That is that was amazing strength, by the way. Emphatic, emphatic. That was great. That was the whole arena. The whole arena on their feet. To the man they were saying sucked not twenty five minutes ago. (laughs) Fickle, 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 fickle. But no, I think. Do you see what I mean? Didn't go out yeah. of the ring once and didn't need no. to either. He didn't suffer from it at all. How long was that match? How long was it? Um, um, 20, <clears> it's like <throat> 25 minutes, I think. I'll double check right now. Yeah, I, don't, I think it's about that. I think that and the Wyatt match are about 24, 25 minutes long. I didn't feel it. No, he didn't. No, he no, didn't. didn't. Especially that last 10 minutes where like it was basically all a finishing stretch. Um, Royal Rumble 2017... Um, 24 minutes 10 seconds it was the second longest match of the card after the Rumble obviously to be fair this was a good show looking back um, Flair versus Bailey was nothing special but then you had Owens versus Reigns which was which decent is re- which, no it's really good it's a really underrated pairing because um, he also had a great match at TLC didn't he um, and also Adam Pearce of all people is getting a title shot at... he's not <laughs> he's not now is he not no oh, it's, that they've, swa- they've swapped it for Owens uh, that makes sense because I saw that. It's like Adam Pearce. Do you know who's having his uh, having a match at AEW Revolution? Um, Sting. Uh, Sting. Oh, is he finally getting? A, I haven't watched this week's AEW yet. What's he getting? Sting teaming up with Darby Allen. Ah, uh, to be fair, that's probably the best way to do it. Like have Darby kill himself around Sting, and then yeah, Sting definitely. comes in and does the finish. Yeah, basically. Yeah, basically, it's for vet- it's for veteran spot. <laughs> Like, come in, hate your moves. Because none of Sting's moves require him to do much. <laughs> and then Cena would lose it two weeks later to the man, the myth, the legend, Bray fucking Wyatt. Who would go on to have <laughs> one of the worst reigns in history. However, that Elimination Chamber match, we are absolutely watching at some point because that was a banger of an Elimination oh, Chamber match. Oh, we're not going to do a fucking Elimination Chamber special, are we? Oh, God, yes. Right, ladies that, and gentlemen, so let's long. pause it there. Um, Chris, does it hold up to how you remember? Yeah, that's fucking incredible. <laughs> like, you can, like, I've seen comparisons between, like, Cena and Hogan. Hogan never had a match that fucking good. Ever. Mm. Certainly neither, not like, in oh, ring. Certainly not in ring. Neither did Rock. Neither did Stone Cold. Like in terms of like WWE aces. <clears throat> oh, Brett. I knew Brett, Brett, Austin, Austin. I knew Austin Brett was going to come up. <laughs> I knew he'd bring that up. I completely forgot the Austin versus Brett match. My mistake. Okay. Dare you. Right. Okay. <laughs> not even the best match in '97. Um, Moving on. <laughs> No, but that match is absolutely fucking incredible. Definitely main roster, WWE main roster match of the year. I'm trying to remember what was going on in NXT around this time, because I'm pretty sure this was when NXT was still good. Um, it only hasn't been good this past year. Yeah, uh, it started not being good in the middle of last of 2019, around TakeOver 25, um, with the exception of like, the Cole Gargano stuff, and even then the fourth match was a bit bloated. Um, but yeah, that match went exactly as long as it had to, it didn't do like it's so good. We didn't notice they go up, didn't go out the ring, and it was the perfect thing to put because the um, Universal Championship match earlier in the night was a no disqualification match, and before with that, with Jericho was... in a cage, with Jericho in a cage as well. Don't forget yeah. that. 
um, because they had a <laughs> they had a playset to sell. Obviously, obviously, <laughs> yeah, tremendous. And, um, the Flair versus Bailey match, if I remember correctly, ended with a natural selection on the apron, and then Swan versus Neville with the cruiserweight match, we're going all over the place, and then the Royal Rumble match. Of course, people are flying out all the fucking time. So Styles versus so them not going out the ring was the perfect way to make this match stand out on the night. Again, you don't even notice it until it's pointed out. But that's how good the match is. Because uh, going outside at the end of the day is a shortcut. Like throwing people around is a shortcut. This match took no shortcuts whatsoever. This was just plain amazing wrestling. These two are a great pairing, as shown by the fact that they've not had a bad match together. And I am including triple threats and tag team matches in that one. Yeah, because it was was the main event of the SmackDown following Elimination Chamber was Wyatt, Cena, and Styles. And that was was another great match. Yeah, that was another great match. Also, the Elimination Chamber, um, the fatal... The um a couple of tag team matches that six pack challenger um fast lane which everyone forgot about um and AJ versus Ambrose versus Cena at um No Mercy and yeah but it's just a beautiful cavalcade of great matches these two work amazingly with each other and yeah just nothing touched this in WWE um on the main roster this entire oh wait yeah no this is no it's not no that's next year okay so this is before nxc had its sort of second boom period this is when um this is just before diy breaking up okay okay so yeah the only thing that really talked this in wwe as a whole actually then all year would have been done versus bait yeah so yeah this is incredible um i'm feeling four and a half airing on four and three quarters Okay, Garth, how are you feeling about this? I really enjoyed it. It's good. Uh, it didn't seem to let up. There was no, uh, like you say, no going out the ring, no time wasting, no filler. It was just all bang. It was all go. Um, and it was pretty much faultless. As far as moves go, there was no glaring mishaps on anything I can see and it was, again like I mentioned it's Cena pulling out stuff that he never pulled out which made him it made like the match feel quite special Um, when you get people doing stuff like that especially like Cena who is obviously renowned for the, the five moves of doom thing Um, it's just refreshing to see that and you can see what they're trying to sell it as Styles pushing Cena to his absolute limit you see the look on Cena's face when we're joking that he's going to cry like it felt as if Cena had to dig as deep as he's ever dug to to get that belt. So it just felt like a really, really important match. It was really, really good, yeah. I'll go four and a half. Um, agree with everything you've said. Um, I don't think there's anything that's been said by either of you that I disagree with or that I can add to. Um, I did uh, on four and three quarters. Um, I think it's... We save five-star matches, obviously, for matches that are perfect. And it didn't quite feel like a five-star match. But on the same token, or by the same token, there was nothing that stood out as something that could have been done to make it a five-star match, if that makes sense. There's no glaring fault. It went the right amount of time. The storytelling was amazing. The character development of Cena from the first moments of him being an arrogant cock at the start to, like you mentioned, Garth, that basic 
almost crying because he got no idea what to do next. It was it was yeah. a brilliant, brilliant story told, and that's why, to me, it's four and three quarters. You just get a gut feeling with five, and if it's if there's something that doesn't stick out that stops it being five, then in my mind, it's got to be four and three quarters. Okay, that seems to be uh, <laughs> fair enough. Um, let's hold it there then, lads. Um, three really, really good matches there from Royal Rumble undercards. Um, so, we'll sign off. Um, thank you so much for listening, ladies and gentlemen. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Don't forget to leave us a five-star review and comment and give us praise and all that good stuff, because that really does help us out. Uh, check out the website, www.podmania.co.uk. Not only have we got this podcast coming out, we've also got our Royal Rumble special, where we are going to watch the entire 1992 Rumble match. Not the pay-per-view, um, the entire match, so please join us for that. Uh, my review of Royal Rumble 2003 will be out on Monday as well, so please check that out. It has got an absolutely fantastic match between Triple H and Scott Steiner so absolutely a, th- a pink thong wearing <laughs> Scott Steiner and I am in no way joking um, in the meantime you can talk to us on Twitter at, at Podmania Garth where can they find you? at the Garthberg Chris where can they find you? Uh, at Chris Loves Piero and on hey. YouTube and on YouTube please go and check out his YouTube <laughs> channel um, and you can talk to me at, at Real Rob Goodwin. We'll be back same time, same place next week. We'll talk to you guys again soon. You've been listening to the Podmania Pro Wrestling Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Podmania, Facebook at Podmania Podcasts, and YouTube and Instagram at Real Podmania. And check out the website podmania.co.uk. Until next time, wrestling fans. Wrestling fans.